previously on Quest Friends Forever. Hey, I'm looking for a blessing. And all throughout your body, you feel this shock of radiant energy. And Jared has received the blessing of light. So you go through the portal once again, crossing over into the other dimension. You find Remedy 2 completely deserted. How long ago does it look like they've gone? Probably about two weeks ago. And how long ago were we here? About two weeks. Whatever happened here, whatever the people are, it seems like they headed north. You travel until it is almost dusk as you enter a heavily wooded area. There is a skinny half-elf and a scrawny, bald human man, and he is leaning his whole body against a large tree. I'm going to stand behind <laughs> the tree. You will meet a group. Would these people know the weapon? The two gentlemen do not seem to react to Val in any particular okay. way. And then Val um, extends a hand for a handshake. To your horror, the tree like bends down Ooh, and the branches so the heard everything. at the top of the tree kind of open, revealing razor-sharp teeth. I think maybe it's time to provide. I have a charm monster or dominate beast. Oh. So, yeah, baby. Wow. Oh, I charm the monster. Let's it, go. It would be monster. Yeah, it's a monstrosity, technically. So, sad question. Does this, it doesn't speak giant, obviously, but does it speak at all? Can no, it, it has no language. Will uh, it understand it, me it, can we or teach something? It? <laughs> it, will it understand me or something if I if something else tries to communicate with it? Uh, well, I mean, you tried to shake its hand, apparently, and it lashed at you violently. So the language it seems to speak is murder. Um, but and, it does speak a language. And and you remember the old man saying, we will provide, we will provide. So uh, the, the, the men seem to provide things for this tree. Mm. Do we know what its love language is? Uh, uh, physical touch. Uh, gifts, obviously. The, uh, gifts, yeah. Gifts You're so touch. right. You know what? I should have intuited that. Because yeah. the gift that of... Gifts. And then it touches people and murders them. Jess, I think Charm Monster... Yeah. Get it's them. the only thing we've got that seems of any help to prevent a fight. If we got to fight, we got to fight. I yeah. don't, I don't, I'm not afraid of that. We'll win, obvs. But... <laughs> We're the stars of the podcast. We'll win. <laughs> we will literally get through this because we do have a show dedicated to this <laughs> game. But, uh, yeah, why don't we Why don't we try it? Nick, get okay. Some. I attempt to charm a creature I can see within range. It must make a wisdom saving throw, and it does so with advantage if you and your companions are fighting it, which we are not. If it fails the throw, it is charmed by you until the spell ends or until you or your companions do something harmful to it. And what is this spell? It is called Charm Monster. It is from Xanthar's Guide to Everything. Okay, so what do I need to do? You need to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Wisdom is actually, for some reason, this tree is actually not bad at wisdom. Uh, Looking at the stat block here. But I rolled an 11 plus 2 for 13. Ooh, my spell save DC is 16. So. So so explain to me now, as I prepare to role play as a tree, a monstrous tree with no language, um, what has happened? So, you know how in the animal kingdom, uh, the the beast kingdom, also probably a monster kingdom, Very familiar with all those Um, things. When you come across something that maybe is a little bit threatening, 
the thing that you're supposed to do is make yourself big, like appear big and like, you know, like threatening, right? Think of like the cute little red pandas that just go, but Mm -hmm. like really they're just adorable. So Stephanie like does something like that where she like makes herself a little bit big and she's like, I'm bigger than you. She doesn't actually say that. But <laughs> are you gonna? Is this like a zookeeper <laughs> playing with a tiger, where they get real? The tiger actually is ferocious and giant, but actually gets really cute and cuddly. You're like rawr, and then, then rolls over, and the whole thing. That's what's happening right now. I mean, maybe. So, God, okay. So as this scene is unfolding, Val has just narrowly evaded uh, tree injuries, and the the two men, Jame and Clefton, are are standing around on alert. Uh, Stephanie, you face this this tree, this tree grick. And do you put your arms up? Are you making yourself big like that? Do you actually yeah. do that? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I make myself big and then I like start walking towards it. Okay. And then I put a hand on the trunk and I'm like, hey, we're cool. So hey, see, we're cool. You know how uh, when, when dogs hear something that is, uh, piques their interest, they could do that, that head tilt, that, huh? Some people call it a baru. They go, baru? Huh? Um. You see the tree do that. The tree that just a second ago lashed at Val and revealed its its monstrous form and its its terrible beak underneath uh, uh, its tree exterior turns away from the robot and towards you, Stephanie, and does the, the head tilt, like, huh? And it stood up tall to try to attack Val. It kind of shrinks back down. Like, it kind of almost, like, bends if it was, like, a, a person kind of, like, bending down. Uh, and it bends down to you to get a look at you. And uh, you kind of see the beak back there in, in all through all the branches. And with your massive, massive perception, you can hear through the branches, it's purring? That's weird. That's weird. That's so cute. It, it sounds, oh my God. It sounds like... That's probably terrible wow. audio. But, that's really, um, like, that was really good, Danny. Yeah, I've been working on my tree purrs. That's not true. Um I've been trilling in my spare time. Yeah, I just sit at home going all the time. Um, okay, and the tree is uh, seems to be seems to be bending to your your will and kind of uh, accepting your your the hand on the trunk, uh, a, a tree pet, so to speak. Even though it's not actually a tree, it's a grick, but it's a tree grick, so it's mostly tree. Um, the the two men who were in this clearing with you, Jame and Clefton, uh, they still have their hands kind of on their the hilt of their weapons at their at their waist, but they are are uh, taking this in. Because to them, this has never happened. Uh, both in the span of about a minute or two, they have heard their their tree patron, I guess, speak to them, which has never happened before. And now <laughs> someone has approached the tree, and the tree has not murdered it. Um, because this tree tends to do that. It's a murder kind of tree. And they look simply dumbfounded. And Jame, the old man, uh, takes his hand off of his hilt and looks around and back at Clefton and then back to you guys and goes... Well, I suppose the tree was telling the truth. These travelers are to be cared for by us. Clefton, Clefton, Clefton? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm right here. Oh, yeah, Clef, Clefton. Fetch them some wine. And, uh... Ooh, wine. <laughs> Two questions. Yeah. Do we all know that she cast a spell? Obviously, we know that something happened, but do we, I knew that that was her intention. And also, does the spell work for the whole party or just for her? For the whole party. For the whole party, okay. for sure. Um, the spell ends if any of her any allies of us... attack it. Okay. But it is now friendly toward toward Stephanie. Anyone Stephanie kind of 
shows is friendly also. So as long For as an hour. Yeah, as long as you don't hit the tree, you're you're in good shape. As far as if anybody knew, um, there's not really a, a vocal component. You weren't you didn't say like Expelliarmus or whatever. You kind of just I just assume. Yeah, but you I saw mean, me do a thing. Like trees are also kind of her thing. You yeah, know, this is sort fair. of woodsy stuff. Is kind of her whole specialty. So I are wouldn't you say this to mess is... it up, David. No. I just wanted to make sure if I'm going to be nice to the tree, the tree's not going to try to hit me again. <laughs> no. Uh, Val, as a magic user, would know that the charm spells work for, uh, for the groups that they are associated with. Okay. So, Jame tells Clefton to, to grab some wine for y'all, and um, Clefton takes a look up at the sky, and it is a bit hard to see because the tree cover here is so dense, but Clefton says, oh, um, well, it's, it's getting pretty dark. I think we should... I think we should probably take off because it's getting pretty dark. I don't know if we should have a party. Um, Val, Val walks up to him, just kind of right behind him, mm-hmm. uh, assuming that the wine is coming, but then also kind of tugs on his, on his, the back of his shirt. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, you startled me. Tink, tink, tink. Oh, I, I wasn't, tink, I wasn't tink. there for that. Tink, I don't tink, know. Tink, I don't know tink. what that one is. It seems tink, like an tink. inside joke with you and somebody else. I, I mean, if you're offering up libations, I'm no, just I'm, assuming. I, I was, I was the one that said I didn't want to do it. Oh. He says to David, apparently. <laughs> um, I assume if somebody sees a robot for the first time and the robot is just tinking away at the glass dome, you're gonna he, know what that you're gonna know what that means, right? Oh yeah, it's obviously robot cocaine. Why wouldn't yeah. everyone's mind go there immediately? <laughs> so James looks up at the sky and goes, "Oh, bugger! I suppose you're right." And he turns back and he goes, well, I'm sure you all know not to be out after dark around these parts. So off we go. Um, do you do you have shelter? Uh, do you need us to provide shelter, friends, friends of the tree? Um, That would be actually really great. The tree said, I mean, like we just talked like we can also we're we're telepathic. Um, it does talk. I discovered that today. Sure. Thing. Oh, really? About 45 um, seconds before you showed up. Isn't that so weird? Laugh oh, out yeah, loud. They, they said that you would take care of us and give us anything that we need. So like, That is what it told me to do. Yes, quite. Please comply with my instructions. And they told us that we could trust <laughs> you, so... Hmm. That's interesting, because normally... Well, anyway, it's not important what we do to most people who meet the tree. Anyway... Do the thing. Do the sh- thing. Which way to our accommodations, please? Well, we live in a shack. Oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. Right outside okay. the nearest town. Okay, okay. But what kind of shack? Because a, a rickety a love one. Shack? A I rickety mean, one. It depends on how the night goes. I suppose. Exe program oh launching. A little old place where we can get together. That's oh, one of my favorite yeah. songs. He says. <laughs> um, he says we. Uh, I think I'm doing his voice wrong. We. It doesn't matter. <laughs> He's not going to be around very long. Don't worry. <laughs> um, are you sure? Or, or is he? Is he going to recruit him into the group? We live in a small shack outside of the nearest town of Ripley. Can I just say something? Yes. Uh, no, I, not out of character. Yes. I feel like you're writing this character to come from sort of a bad, you know, bad luck and not 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 a lot of good things going for him so he probably he's a bad a, person probably could use a little change in life could use a new direction i mean he's a bad guy it, you you've probably gonna him be a bad guy instance, if you just hang out in a rickety crappy shack and a funky old shack a funky old in shack. the middle of a field right 
But you I gotta mean, get back. Do you think this? Do you think this person has any sort of sense of adventure or sort of motivation to see the world? To get what are you beyond? trying to do right now? You just suggested that we should recruit him into our group. No, I didn't. I said I'm. You're probably gonna do that to fuck with me because that's what you guys do. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> so he offers to take you to his shack outside of the city. Sorry, town, small town. The nearest town is Ripley. But they are making it clear that you need to, uh, we all need to pick pick up and pack up and hit the road before dark. What happens after it gets dark? I mean, I know, but I just want to make sure you know also. <laughs> oh, it's a, Please it's tell us a, in detail in your voice. It's a test, then. Well, I'll pass it off to Clifton, Clefton, I mean, <laughs> because his voice is easier to do. <laughs> And uh, Clefton again has the bag all cinched up, and is like kind of like tapping his feet and bouncing up and down. Like, okay, yeah, um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you as we as we walk along the way because we gotta go. Um, you know, dark is when the the monsters come out, and I mean like the real monsters, not like a tree pretending. It's like a real, like the bad the bad kind. I mean, I guess the tree is bad for people who get caught by it, but the worst kind, I guess. I mean, you that's that's what you wanted to hear, right? Because you already know. <gasps> No, yeah, no, I, yeah. I mean, I know, well, but, but, but I know that the, the worst monsters kind to you, cause yeah, because because they also vary by region, and I know that for a fact. So oh. we are a little ways from home, and I know that the monsters we get are very specific. I was just wondering if you could go into specific detail about um, which kind you y'all have around here. Uh, when you say uh, that you have them too, he looks kind of surprised. He goes, "Oh, why is this happening? It's happening where you're from too, huh? Oh no, oh that's not good." We just thought it was us. We haven't heard about anybody else who who got hit by the, the monsters in the dark. Well, the kind we have here are the ones that um if you leave the light at all, if you if you leave the light and go into the dark, you're gonna you're gonna get hurt real bad. And and by hurt I mean dead for the most part. Everybody else has, has been dead. So you gotta stay in the light. That's why we gotta go. Oh my go. goodness. We gotta go. Val casts a very small version of dancing lights. Oh, that helps. Have you seen the movie Pitch Black with with, I literally, <laughs> with Vin Diesel? Sorry, with I, with Elvin Diesel? No, I Vin, was literally going to be Petrol. like, "What is what is the mayor of Ripley's name?" Uh, fucking Riddick. Oh, that would be that would be copyright infringement. We don't want to do uh, that. Rinlick. But it's it's kind of like the movie uh, uh, Pitch Black. Anyway, <laughs> this is like the, like the movie the play like, the play. I mean the scroll the scroll of Pitch Black. It's great. It's a great one. You should start starring Vin Petrol. Elvin. Elvin Diesel. Elvin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. Vincent. <laughs> Vincent D'Azofrio. So, uh, he seems scared. He seems very scared. These monsters are a, a, a threat. And he's like, he starts walking away like, okay, well, it's time to go to the shack, I guess. Oh, come, fo- follow us, uh, uh, tr- tree tree supporters or tree tree stands. Before, before, before we, oh, get, so, before okay. we get going here. Hang on, Clefton, James says. Whoa. Our wow. distinguished guests have a question. Wait, you go British? Yes. Who, who, yes. Is, who is, is this? Like, this? Now, now he's Cockney. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's, let's just let's go to the place. Okay. So we start walking. Uh, he, I guess we can talk and walk at the same time. Yeah. So uh, Jame and Clefton lead you away from the forest and away from the battle I had planned with the tree grick. Cool. And blop, blop. we leave the forest. It is getting pretty close to uh to sunset here and uh it is not a very far walk it's just uh 15 minutes out of the woods and uh sure enough in the in the distance not too far maybe 
hundred yards up ahead, there you see the the lights of a town, and you see the lights of this town. It doesn't look very big, but it is bright at the moment. There are a lot of uh, lights and lanterns that seem to be lit up ahead in this town, more so than you know usual, I guess. But off to the side here, near another tree uh, that you already know is you detect Stephanie detects it is not a murder tree; it's a real tree. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> But it is, it she, is is, this, she is now constantly just focused on every single tree. Yeah, doing a, a tree murder check on every tree she sees. Yeah. Um, My perception is just so high. It's so high when it comes to it's tree murder. Too much. It's so too much. and now I have a friend that's like a tree grick, so like I can spot him anywhere. Oh yeah, did you say goodbye to the tree grick before we headed out of, of the woods? Of course I did. Okay. Of course. And it, I thanked them bye, tree for grick. all of their hospitality. It it cooed and it loved it, and in fifty eight minutes it will remember that it loves to murder <laughs> when the spell wears off. But thankfully, I, you won't I be was, there. I was going to say Val got like one swift kick in and then ran away. So that way the spell is broken almost immediately. Mm, I, I don't like, think you I, did. But I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to make a deck save and get tree murdered. I'm not going to um, do that. It's fine. Okay. Super cool monster that I found and wanted to use, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so it's nestled away from this well at town uh, in this kind of bank of trees here off to the side, you see the shack of Jame and Clefton. Uh, it is modest would be a compliment. It is meager. It is ramshackle. Uh, it is basically four pieces of wood as walls with another piece of wood just kind of thrown on top. Their possessions were all in the sack that Clefton is carrying. So like a, um, like a cooking pot, like a crude cooking pot um, and some, some supplies, some tools. But uh, most importantly, they have uh, a bunch of candles. They have candles lining uh, the walls um, of, this, of this little shack. And as soon as uh, you, you reach it, and again, it's the size of like less than the size of a bedroom. It's pretty cramped in here now that there's, uh, gosh, six people in it clefton immediately drops his bag and pulls out some uh some matches and like kind of like hand shaking starts trying to light all these candles that are here on the floor around the uh the perimeter of this shack oh i could help with that and um i produce flame to light all of the candles oh oh god oh that was much faster thank you that's gonna oh that's handy that's gonna be nice to have um thank you thank you sorry about the Stuff from before. I guess I guess we're cool now, right? I mean, what were you guys doing anyway? Oh, um, well, you know, um, we 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 serve the tree. You or everybody in the town? No, no, uh, we don't we don't tell Ripley the people in Ripley about it. Um, they they wouldn't like it very much. I don't. Why is that? Oh, because we've uh, well, um, and then James steps in. We feed people to the tree. Oh my goodness! What do you get out of it? The blessing response. <laughs> they 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 commit murder of the townspeople and feed it to a tree, and you're like, well, "What do you get out of it?" The blessings of the tree. What is this voice? The bless the blessings nope, of the nope. tree, Grick. Well, mm, the bless mm, the blessings mm, of the, the tree, Grick. The, I love your commitment to not knowing this this voice. <laughs> he's not a very important character. He, I know, but he's it's going to be so funny because it's going to be like the first time we meet he's like, "Oh, I bravely smee the character you to He was never he was never a bruv. <laughs> no, but then we're going to get it. he's gonna be like, "Oh, I, fuck off." He was totally bruv for like a good he solid never two and a half minutes. He never bruved. He's an old Do man. Do you even bruv, bro? Let me let, Jesus. I'll make him old. We get the blessings of the tree. We provide the tree and the tree does not eat us. It appears that your memory engram is malfunctioning. As a model XFCED001, I am equipped with the correct maintenance protocol. Would you like some assistance? No, so, I'm feeling great. I have a very big question about this. Now, 
All right, bruv. There it is. There it is. Just for you, David. (laughs) Now, did this tree previously eat anybody, or is there an assumption that it would, so you just started giving the tree people? Okay, like a giving tree situation, except people. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, I was walking through the woods with a friend, and... I was walking in the lab late one night. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, was, that was your voice. That's Monster Bash vibes. Um, we came across the tree monster, and it could have taken either of us, and it took my friend and spared me. And as, as a way of thanking the tree ever since, I have been bringing folks back, so that way the tree never turns on me, you see. We will provide. Uh-oh. That's kind of our motto here. So you're a murderer? Ah, it's just, you know, strong words, you know, it's... I'd say less strong, more accurate. What do you think? Well, ouch. I mean, I never claimed to be a good guy. You're here because the tree told me that you needed to be taken care of, and I listened to the tree, so I don't see the problem. I mean, if there's some sort of hotel hotel situation we can always do that i mean it seems like you're pretty cramped in here and we just we appreciate your hospitality and even just you know showing us the way so the bad things don't happen to us in the middle of the night and by bad things we mean you killing us in the middle of the night because you're murderers no 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 the tree has vouched for you you're fine you're you're one of the chosen ones and the clutton's like yes uh, it might be might be pretty cramped with everybody in here james so maybe Maybe we can um, maybe we can send them on their way. All right. We will provide for you by showing you the way to the town inn in Ripley. Although, I must warn you, it might be closed because it's already almost dark. But if you would like, I can show you the way. That would be great. All sure right, he says. And he gets up Stephanie and stretches. Stephanie not going to stay in a house with a bunch of fucking murderers. And the first chance that we have to tell somebody that these guys are fucking murderers, like, I'm taking it. Uh, James stands up and stretches his old, old bones. And you hear a bunch of stuff pop. These old bones, he says. Um, Clefton? Clefton? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still right here. Oh, yes. Clefton, stay here and watch the shack and stay in the light. You know the drill. I will take this lantern and lead our chosen tree friends to Ripley and to the inn. I'll be back in two shakes of a Grick's tail, he he says. Um, Okay, so James takes a lantern uh, and lights it, and he goes, we must make sure to stay in the light. And uh, Also notice that nobody's afraid of uh, the robot. I will say you get the sense that these gentlemen are definitely uh, hermits living on the fringe. Um, they are maybe not necessarily uh, in the know of we, a lot of things. We might need to be prepared for the actual townsfolk who are not weird hermits to be afraid of the robot. Maybe so. So uh, uh, Jame takes the lantern from his shack and lights it. And uh, leaving Clefton behind, starts leading the way with his old bones toward the small town of Ripley. It is uh, just about sunset, so he is he is trying to move fast, but he is, of course, very old, so he's not going very fast. Um, he brings you to the edge of town uh, just as the sun is setting, and there is nobody in town. You don't see anybody in the streets. You don't see anybody in any, uh, you know, in any windows or anything, uh, because the windows here are all boarded up and covered up with, uh, you know, boards. That's, I guess. Um, 
there are an extraordinary amount of candles, lights, lanterns here in the street. Uh, they are lit and just lining every every street. Uh, they're in. They're on people's porches. Um, they're along windowsills outside uh, in front of the boarded up windows. There is a lot of uh, light here. This town is is small, smaller than Remedy. Even you guess this may be only two hundred people here max. It's not very big. Um, all of the homes, all of the municipal buildings, and even the lone saloon slash inn here in town, they are modest and basic. Uh, not a lot of, you know, uh, architect's brilliance here. Uh, the roads are unpaved and kind of shoddy. And as you uh, enter the city limits here, the two things that draw your attention are, of course, the lights. And two, there are two very large blood stains that you can see as you walk through town. Uh, one of them is at the base of the wall near the entrance to this inn slash saloon that you are approaching. And one is on a wall beneath a boarded up window on a nearby small home. So James leads you to the the steps here uh, of the inn slash saloon, which is called the Ripley Inn slash saloon. It's not they're not very clever here. There's no I'm pun. Ha- um, I'm having a hard time believing night. this or not. Th- thank you. Uh, uh, I get it. I, oh, I got oh, it. oh, oh, I'm dumb. It took me a second. I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for, for, I'm sure everyone listening, Kat, has been like, <laughs> has been like, come on, come on, the whole time. I've literally been trying to find the right time to do it. That wasn't it, but I just went for it. It, it wasn't wrong. Was. It wasn't the wrong time. But uh, it wasn't the best. Unfortunately, I could have. I could have. Really you know what? Um, slam. Why don't you take a mulligan on that and just like put that back in your pocket, and then you can just on it, you know I pull might, it out again. I, I truly might just keep doing it. We'll see. Uh, James leads you to the steps here and goes. Well, I won't be going in. I'll be going back to my shack. But uh, may so may, the, may the tree bless so you and. If you need so anything long. tomorrow, please feel free to so come long. back, and we will. Uh, yes, so uh, long. Okay, thank you. The, so long. Th- <laughs> thank you, bl- blessed tree friends, for your friendship, eternal friendship. We are now bonded forever, based so on long. The, the tree's oh, tree God. and everything I do, you oh, do no. now in spirits. That's the way we are bonded forever oh, no. by the tree, and I wish you adieu. Goodbye. And uh, Tree just walks off away. As we're walking away, I lean over to Val and I say, that was the sickest shit I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So you walk into, uh, you walk in? Yes. Okay. Uh, You try to walk in, at least. Is there cool entrance music? Uh, No, because the door is locked. Oh. Um, I kick it down with my fat feet. Oh. I was going to say, Val confidently walks into the door without realizing that the door is locked and just walks right into the door. Like just a whack. Val-shaped hole in the door kind of thing? Or just whack? No, just like, bang, and then bounces back a couple steps. Yeah, so Val, sure, you bounce off the door. Um, it is definitely locked. You uh, you hear people in these houses and in these in this building. It's not like a situation where everyone's vanished or anything, but the door is absolutely locked. Uh, we're going to knock on it. Roll Can for you knock. believe it? Can you believe that the door is shut and locked? That's what the knock knock sounds like. It's like a burp. I was waiting for somebody to actually that's, do it. That's the creaking of the door opening. Oh. That's it's the, not because it's still well, locked. We're playing Resident Evil 2, and you're opening a door, so then the screen goes black, and then it shows the door. Yeah. 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 Um, 
the knock is met with a response, obviously, from a, from a voice you hear from the other side. Oi! Who's there? We're travelers. We need um, to get out of the dark, or so we've been told. Uh, you Please hear comply the, with my instructions. You hear uh, footsteps scramble over to the door. Yeah, you need to get out of the dark. Um, but when Val says, please comply with my instructions, uh, the footsteps stop and go, Aye, what was that noise? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a robot to me. Who's out there? Uh, we are but weary travelers uh, making our way across the land. With a Sure thing. There it is again. I had it, I had it again. This this is but our pet, you see. Hello. I have to say good day in my head before I even <laughs> to get, to get r- ramp up to the voice. Good day, mate. The only robot we know around these parts is the one that murders folks. Well, you ever heard of it? The weapon? Yeah. Um, it sounds like this, it might be the weapon. Well, looks similar. However, um, it's a little bit different. Whereas the weapon murders, this one doesn't. That sounds like something you might say if you were about to murder us with the weapon. Aye! And you hear it call back into the building. Ready the weapons! For the weapon! I, 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 nope, I guess. Oh, no. Nope. Sorry. We, oh, I have goodness. to do something. Um, While oh. he is figuring out what he's going to do, I turn to Ellie and I say, okay, remember that disguise? We need to do this now. Oh, are we? Am I doing it? Am I the Landgrave? Is it happening? Did you no, no, it no. Uh, if they're worried about the weapon, they're going to be worried about the Landgrave, so you need to not look anything like the landgrave right now oh um yeah she she uh goes down the steps really quick and grabs some dirt and rubs a bunch of dirt on her face and she has takes her hair and she puts it uh up in like a she really quickly does a, a quick uh, a beehive situation uh and and grabs some rubber bands that she had in her pocket the whole time Big and bands <laughs> rubber bands uh puts up in a beehive and uh she goes okay um uh, 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 okay how about this voice um well, what's this all about? How's how's that? Was that was that okay? I think your normal voice is actually pretty good. Oh yeah, they probably wouldn't know my regular voice, huh? Yeah, because you you sound very nice and very sweet. Oh yeah, um, okay. Uh, Jared, what do you got? Well, what I was intending on doing was a but it's not going to work on this situation. Why is that? Because this person is already uh, aggressive towards us. Already distrusts I us. I have an idea. Oh, how tall is this building? It's a two-story building. Okay. So Val turns around to the group and kind of like gives like a robotic thumbs up and then waves and then says... So long. And then... Now you see me. Poof. Now you don't. And I polymorphed to the roof of the building. So I'm That's no not longer... how polymorph works. You don't polymorph. You teleport. Or, I'm sorry, teleport. What did I say? Yeah. That's yeah. your other, other spell. The other one. Yeah, the other one. Dimension okay. door. Yeah. So I dimension door... And I poof, and I now I'm just standing on top of the rooftop of the building, out of sight Val, from everybody. And I'm now, really and I also, idea. and I also cast dancing lights for the glow sticks to just kind of circle around me. So I am technically in the light, but okay. I'm just away. So that way, when as soon as they open the door, it's just going to be the three of you and not a scary robot with you. But then they can see you if you're up there. No, can think- anybody? Can can they see me if I'm standing in the rooftop? Not from the door. Not if they open the door. Not from, the, not from they open the door. No. Okay, so you have exited the party. <laughs> Val, na- don't leave me here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not how this game works. R.I.P. Val, you're retired. You retire your character. <laughs> Thanks for the memories. They did say so long. 
but they say so long every chance they get every minute yeah. of every day. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. One yeah. final so long. Val poops away. <laughs> Excuse me, friend, would you happen to have the time? Just kidding, it's Quest Friends O'Clock. Hi, it's me, Danny, your DM, coming here in the middle of the episode to say hello and tell you about a little bit of business as always, so why don't we go ahead and do exactly that. As you know by now, I hope, we are a podcast called Quest Friends Forever. We play Dungeons & Dragons in kind of a silly, funny way, so that way it's fun to listen to, I hope. And hey, the reason we do it is to get it to you, the listener, and the way we can get it to more listeners is if you, our current listeners, would give us a rating and a review and a subscription, perhaps, in your podcast apps of choice. Those ratings and reviews and subscriptions and all those fun things go a long way to, you know, making us be suggested in people's feeds and show up more. So if you want to spread the questy love around, that would be a very great way for you to do that. As you also hopefully know by now, we are part of a podcast network called The Nostalgia Network. And on The Nostalgia Network, there are a bunch of other shows featuring the hosts of our show, mostly Jess and Eric. They do another show called The Nostalgia Podcast, where they talk about movies, mostly remakes and sequels through queer and feminist lenses. They also do a show with their friend, Dr. Amber Jones, called The Momos and the Appas, in which they discuss the television show Avatar The Last Airbender as it relates to folklore. And Eric does another show with his band Lousy Advice called the Lousy Advice Podcast, where they take on different genres and artists of music and rank their songs and do all kinds of fun rankings and lists and have friendly, uh, intellectual, fun debates. Those are the podcasts on our network. You can get them wherever you find podcasts, and you might as well give those ratings and reviews as well, since you're already doing it. I mean, you are you are doing it, right? Finally, if you want to keep track with our shenanigans here on Quest Friends, you can follow us on Instagram. That is our social media home, at Quest Friends Forever. We post uh, when there are new episodes out, and sometimes fan art, and sometimes photos of us hanging out, and caption videos of funny moments from certain episodes. It's a fun place to be, and, you know, it's really just just a delight. I'm there, and I like it, so I think you would too. That is all I have for you this time around. Hopefully you enjoy the rest of this episode as we move into a whole brand new story arc. We will see you for another new episode in two weeks. Until then, you know what? Have a good day. Bye bye The super obviously Australian perfect accent voice from behind the door says, um, I don't hear that. Uh, fuck. Everything <laughs> turns into Cockney. Good eye, mate. Shrimp on, the bo- Shrimp on the Bobby. I don't hear that robot anymore. What's what's happening out there? What is this robot? A, is this a trick? It's one step away from Flight of the Concords. Yeah, I know. I'm trying. I'm trying to make it Australian, not New Zealand. You said the robot's gone. See for yourself. Don't say the what? robot's gone. Say there was no robot here ever to begin with. Well, they they heard the robot. Uh, Jared, I'm going to be letting you take the lead on this one because yeah. talking's not my thing and they're <laughs> so already an like suspicious. I can do that. Um, uh, bleep, bloop, blur, blur, bleep. <laughs> this is my robot impression. I'm very mm. good at voices. Well, Crocky, I love impressions. And you hear the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the door lock click, 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 click. And it opens just, just barely, super, super barely. And this person who has been speaking to you, you see their eye peeking through like, 
Let me make sure there's no robot out here. Let me, let me see you do the robot impression again. Sounds a little different, but, uh, you know, maybe you were, uh, you know. Well, actually, if you were to do a little bit of homework, which it seems like you haven't, mm. there are different accents oh. in robot culture. Robot dialects, you say. And you seem very ignorant. Mm. Is there any way for a robot Val to throw their voice? No, you have so one I voice. Can, I, I can I can make my voice come. What, you don't generic. like my... <laughs> yeah, are you offended by that, Val? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, actually. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna ca- I'm gonna I'm gonna respond to cast vicious mockery I on am Jared. Metal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the person starts like, uh, like, yeah, yeah, do the do the impression again, but then goes, oh, right, who are we kidding? It's Doc. And they open the door and they're like, get in, get in here, get in, come on, come on, it's Doc, it's Doc, it's Doc. Um, oh my god, thank you so much. I mean, Stephanie, bleep, like, blurb, thanks. <laughs> Stephanie gives kind of like a inconspicuous nod to the roof to Val. <laughs> yeah, to, and it's just kind of like. Okay. Yeah, Val, are you peering down watching this happen, or are you just sitting on the roof content and uh, by yourself? So, I mean, I don't really have that much of a range. Unless I, if I try to, like, peek over the ledge of this thing, I'm so top-heavy, I'm just going to fall off the roof <laughs> to begin with. It's gonna be, and it's going to be, like, an amazing double 720 McTwist backflip thing, and then I'm just going to land on the ground and go, ouch. So I am, for all, all intents and purposes, kind of, like, in just sleep mode. I imagine Val sitting on. I, I'm I'm like on fifteen percent power, just enough to continually generate my dancing lights. Okay, but other than that, I'm in I'm in uh, safe mode right now. I'm imagining Val down into safe mode, sitting down, legs out in front of them, like on their butt where their butt would be, just like a little kid, just like on the floor, splayed out, like <laughs> like if anything, like if I was doing anything, <laughs> it probably would just be distracted by staring at the stars. Aw, wondrously. Aw. That's so cute. So, wow, well, you're stuck up there, I guess. Um, <laughs> sure thing. The the person lets the three other people downstairs in, the three party members. This person is a uh, a human woman. Uh, she has got, like, a short haircut that's, like, slicked back, like, slicked back uh, black hair. She's got on uh, black lipstick. She's got, uh, like, a, like, a fucking teardrop-looking tattoo on her face. She's wearing, like, a black leather jacket and black leather pants. Cool-ass lady. Here, if it's not coming across in my description of her, uh, she, she, is her you, name Ruby? No, Ruby dri- Soho, maybe. Does she drive a Cadillac? Ah! <laughs> I don't believe you, Danny, or do I? Ruby, no, it's not Ruby Soho. Because uh, we're it, it, we're in Ripley. I don't know if I believe you. Oh, I forgot about the joke. I forgot about the joke. I forgot about the joke. You got it. I just assumed you were not believing my bullshit that I do on a daily basis because that's also kind of a common <laughs> theme. Um, so I, mean, I, uh, I didn't say it. She, you, you scramble in and she slams the door behind you and locks it a bunch. There's like six or seven, like a bunch of locks. And she turns around back to the door and takes you all in. She goes, what are you doing out there in the dock? We're seeking shelter from the darkness can't be out there in the dock everybody knows that yeah no shit not in the last couple weeks at least what's been in the last couple weeks we're not from here (laughs) clearly she says um me dumb me baby tell me about it (laughs) yeah sounds like you're looking for some exposition eh some some backstory i mean goo goo gaga (laughs) (laughs) can i just say i'm gonna try to use that phrase in real life (laughs) me dumb me dumb me baby baby. (laughs) no no, no. 
Oh, so you're looking for some exposition? Oh, yeah. Here? Yeah. You're looking for some uh, exposition? So um, she goes, well, my name is Demi. I am the uh, the mayor here in uh, in Ripley. I mean, obviously, we're a, a small town here, and uh, about jeez. Uh, and she turns and looks at the the bartender. Bartender's this uh this big burly human dude with like a fucking big old handlebar mustache, and he's just like he's just drying off some glasses. And she turns and he goes, "Hey, uh, hey, uh, Hank, hey, how long's it been since the since the monsters?" And he goes, two, three weeks, two weeks. It all blends together now." Well, a uh, uh, couple of weeks ago, um, you know, it was normal here until uh, monsters started appearing in the dark. And uh, just anywhere that there's no light, there's uh, monsters out there that want to uh, eat your flesh, tear your bones apart, drink your blood, all that stuff that nobody wants to happen. And um, I may sound like I'm being chipper and dismissive about it, but uh, many people have died. So we're taking it quite serious. Uh, you may have noticed all the lights outside. We don't know why it happened, or if it's happening anywhere else, or if we're being targeted for some reason, but it is not great times here in Ripley. Did anything well, happen around the time that it started? Well, uh, jeez, and she, she looks like she's thinking, she looks back at the bartender again. Hey, uh, Hank, when did those, uh, when did those gravers pass through? Ugh, ugh, couple days, couple days after. Well, um... We don't know. I don't know what started it. Uh, a couple of days after it started happening, some. Uh, I mean, obviously you're not from here, but you know the Gravers. That's the the Land Graves guards, the Black Armor guys. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We well, well, they're. I mean, they're bad. Sure, every, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, we know that everybody knows the Gravers. Some Gravers came through here trying to uh, trying to occupy occupy a town. Uh, they were here maybe an hour or two until it got dark, and some of them got destroyed. Just, I mean, and I'm, I mean. I'm not being uh, hyperbolic here. They were destroyed by these monsters here in the dock. Uh, they stopped wanting to occupy our town not long after that. So they left, and we remain unoccupied by the Landgraves forces, which is, you know, the way we prefer it, honestly. Hopefully you're not sympathizers, and she squints her eyes at you. Oh, no, not at all. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. That's right. They actually are holding some of our dear friends captive right now, so... Mm. We're um, maybe right. on a mission to go and get them back. From the graves? Um, yeah. Ooh, that's an uphill battle. Well, but we've already rescued a lot of them. So now we just need the rest. Her her eyes are kind of wide. She goes, wait, from from Remedy? Sorry, yeah. from Remedy? That's more Australian. Remedy? You heard about that? Yeah, when, when those gravers came through, I heard him talking about uh, some kind of escape that happened back in Remedy. They said about uh, almost 50 people got away. That was you? Uh, yeah. They said the people vanished, like, into thin air. How did you How did you do that? We're, We're really very cool. Str- Believe us or not. <laughs> We're very we powerful. <laughs> Believe us or not. Yeah, exactly. Believe us or not, but Jesus. We're very powerful. Wow. All right. Powerful, you say? Hmm... I don't know if you've ever played a uh, role-playing game before, but uh, maybe you're familiar with the idea <laughs> of uh, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. If what do you uh, got for us? Powerful, uh, powerful uh, heroes here. If you're if you're trying to find where the gravers from Remedy went, I mean, I I saw where they went. I, I know where they went. What do you need from us to get that direction? Well, the horrible monsters from the dark would be nice to get rid of those. You know, the the ones killing everybody. It'd be nice to to not have to have those around anymore. 
I mean, we're going to need a lot more information, like a lot more information, but like, right. I mean, just a direction. I can probably figure out a direction For um, and, and not to, okay, that sounded insensitive. A little but bit. Many people have died, but that's all right. What is, what is, tell me about I your mean, needs. But also, people um, die every literally day. <laughs> hundreds of our people are sure, sure. Um, being starved, tortured, beaten, all of these things. So um, yeah. there's lots of suffering everywhere. And sure. um, and what else do you got? Well, like, I mean, what besides a direction? I feel do you like have you... any other information. Well, I mean, I, I know the name of the place they went. So, I mean, you could track the tracks all you want, or you could just go to the, the one place that I know they are. I, I heard what's them talking the, when they left. What's the place? I mean, the tracks Well, obviously, I'm not going to say there. out loud, the, because I want I want to get help from you to save my, my constituents. So, we need to kill all of the monsters for you to tell us which town? I, I don't know if you need to kill them. Whatever, whatever's causing this just needs to go away. Because this, this is, again, uh, recent development. It's only been happening for maybe three weeks. And... If it, it can happen that fast, maybe it can go away that fast. Okay. Well, we have a stipulation of our own. All right. So, you know how we successfully helped 50 people escape and we're planning to get the rest of them now? Well, yeah. That's why I'm asking you to help. You're obviously very powerful. You know the weapon? She she shudders. Yeah. Did, did you fight it? Did you fight the weapon? Did you beat the weapon? Is that how you got away? We might have... Our own very sweet, very opposite version of the weapon. She, she looks very confused by this. Well, I like the idea of it being sweet, but still a weapon. You, you said you did say the word weapon. <laughs> well, I'm saying that for your frame of reference. It's, oh, it's right. A, it's a robot, and it robot. I she says. It, I guess it looks similar, but yeah, we. We have our own, and it's helping to right the wrongs that its, you know, counterpart is doing. She turns back to the bartender one more time. Oi! Hank! Do you think a robot can be friendly? He's st- still drying the same glass, Hank. He goes, yeah, I don't know. People change. Why not? I changed. I used to be a piece of shit, but look at me. Was Hank also a murderer? We love growth. No, I'm- you're just a piece of shit. I want to know the story of this. <laughs> person side quest can we cut right here and then can we do a mid-season spin-off of a whole podcast hank the bartender that has said six words yes did he party with the minotaur Mm, only one way Mm. to find out well i mean the minotaur's from the other dimension he's a bartender hank he's kind of a crank he's hank the bartender the minotaur in this dimension oh i see okay i have an idea Mm-hmm. Everyone, what if I just straight up cast daylight by the front gate and said, "Congrats, you're safe. Give us the town name." That's not for me to decide. This is, he's asking can everybody you, else. Can you do that? Uh, spell... I can. I've got daylight. How long does it last? For an hour, and it's uh, sixty feet. Uh, but that's and it's only not... an hour. But it's an hour, and I feel like it's long enough for us to like trick them into telling us where to go. Like, it's not going to last forever, but it's going to be long enough to, like, get some intel. Do they know I mean, what the spell is, and have they read it in the book? Daylight, Jared got from the Overgod of yeah, Light. Yeah. This is not a normal thing right. that most I mean, it's casters can do. Spell. But. Okay, so I feel, I feel like that's tricky because then it's just going to be, like, if we say, like, oh, this is going to be 
one, we're trying to establish a rapport here. This is the first chance we have to establish a rapport that, hey, there's a resistance maybe brewing against these people. Um, so I don't really want to trick them, especially being like, hey, we have a robot that's friendly because then, <laughs> also, you know, if we're travels or whatever. Ha, 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 we're tricking them. <laughs> so, so I'm a little bit conflicted about that. Um, I'm also a little bit conflicted just because our solution is it's daylight forever now <laughs> and you're you'll never sleep again like i, I don't know Sorry, i don't know your, if they will believe it dead now. i don't know if they'll believe it or not so but hey what, what, I, I got that one but here what what if 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 say not to trick them what if we were to i were to cast daylight and then we get a look at what these monsters are and maybe just maybe if we see what they are, we can know what we're dealing with. Because what if this is just a classic little, they're not actually monsters, they're puppies. And it ends up just being a bunch of puppies who are scared <laughs> of the dark. They just, there's just a miscommunication all along. Okay. You said it's only 60 feet though, is the ra- the radius? It's 60 feet, a 60 foot sphere, but the the light doesn't just dissipate. It's like the light beam is at its maximum luminance in the 60 foot sphere, but light continues to radiate diminished from saying it. that when you turn on the RTX, right. mode, it has, it has yeah. uh, ambient occlu- occlusion. It's sure. When you, when you turn on the ray tracing in the, in the, in the display settings. You know what? I'm smart, but <laughs> I use words. I'm smart. But I feel like the monsters stay away from light and we won't be able to actually see them. But because it's such a quick, dash it'll be like we'll be able to be like what was that and we'll kind of see it because it's they're not going to expect it like the cockroaches scatter when you turn on a light like yes they get away but you still see them and you can see what they are they're going to try to get away but i well we can't do that in the town because it is all light here um but we can go outside the gate and i can be like fifth element and then shout out also second thing remember foster grant Darkness is his whole deal, so maybe, maybe this maybe is it's Foster Grant. Might be Foster Grant. We don't know. Well, if it's him, I'm gonna tell him his sunglasses are shitty. <laughs> Does anyone have their sunglasses left? Even I think that we I, all gave them away. I have a Ray Ray. I have Ray Bans, but I don't. Oh yeah, have you got my the good glasses. H- 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 yeah, I don't have my Grants. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm hoping. Oh, I do. I'm hoping we do I run into Foster mine. Grant. And you then... still have your Foster Grants, Jess? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Fuck yeah! Do the Ray Bans have any special powers? They're sick as fuck. They're literally mm. just cool glasses. Yeah. Would they do damage to Foster Grant like by his ego? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna do uh, ego damage. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of a fight, he'll he'll feel a little less <laughs> confident about his abilities, and then we'll beat him. My glasses. Mm. So I'm see. down for you to do daylight, but I'm I'm not down to like trick them and be like, oh, all of your problems are solved now. I don't think that that's a good solution. That's fair. Um, okay, <laughs> then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give the daylight thing a go. Um, so that that conversation was all happening while you all were huddled here in the end. Uh, and <laughs> yes. uh, Timmy, the mayor, is like, well, sounds like maybe uh, you just decided on helping, maybe? I hope, I hope that's what you're deciding on over there. I turn around from the group and I say, we did. Follow oh, thank me. Goodness. I thought he was going to say, like, we're not done talking yet. <laughs> Get away from me. Um, did you want to uh, bring that, uh, that nice, uh, friendly robot down to the, uh, down to the mix or... Uh, yeah, we do. Also, we need your word that this friendly robot will stay a secret because clearly we don't want the gravers to know about this because that would kind of like give our cover away. I tell you, if you if you help us with our uh, our Jack this problem here, then uh, then yeah, no no nothing's gonna get out. 
Excellent. You will be um, heroes here. So we need to go out the front to get them because Ooh. they're on the roof. But All we right. do have That's a weird daylight. way to bring that up. They're on the roof of your building right now. Is that what that noise was? All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're again, they're very sweet. They're probably just like looking at the stars and daydreaming. Cut to Val um, looking at the stars. Yeah. And daydreaming. And daydreaming. So we have a, a plan to maybe open the gates, cast daylight, see if we can see any of the monsters, you know. And if we do, great. And then we know what we're up against. And if we don't get to see them, at the very least, we'll be able to get uh, Val, our, our very nice robot friend, down. All right. Now, have you seen these creatures in the no flesh? One, do you know what they look like? No one's seen them. Understood. Um, let's change that. I kick down the doors. I open them. Rude. I, oh, all right. I, I walk out into the darkness. Yeah. So and, the, street, the street is still well lit. Uh, uh, as you walk out then, Jared, um, you die. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so these, these streets are well lit, but uh, everything surrounding the town is very, very dark. And now that it is nighttime, uh, you hear in the darkness some sounds a lot of high-pitched kind of uh, shrieking. These Demon-y are sounds? These are animalistic kind of noises, sort of maybe like a swarm of bats, like things that are, are moving around in the dark, but not like, oh, I'm a coyote walking around, like things that are like darting around in the dark. Uh, they seem like they're moving quite quickly, and it seems like there are a lot of them, this high-pitched kind of screechy uh, noise. So wait, so you go out at the, at the doors of the, of the saloon slash inn. Are you going to the edge of town then as well? Oh, yeah. Okay, so because, you're walking down the street. Yeah. So, uh, so Demi, the mayor, is, uh, she's staying in the doorway. She's, like, grabbing the doorframe and, like, leaning, doing the doorframe lean to, to see what you're going to do. But uh, she's staying in. As far as uh, Ellie and Stephanie, that is up to the players. Yeah, we're going. Okay. Uh, Val? I'm going to get Val. So that's my plan when, um, when Jared casts Daylight. I guess Ellie can be an extra set of eyes for monsters, but my primary thing is to get Val. So it's light enough out here, because again, all the streets are just lined with candles and lanterns and shit. Um, it's light enough where you can go onto the porch and not get attacked by whatever is out there. Again, the, the darkness and the noise is coming from like the perimeter of town, like the border of town oh, here. okay. Hey, Val, you can come down now. They yeah. know that you're friendly and approachable. It's okay, Val, you, you can come down. Val? Hello. Stephanie is... Oh, you heard it. Okay. Hello. Wait, can you get down? Oh, no. (laughs) 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 I'm afraid that information is not available at the moment. Okay, I'll figure this out. Um, Well, be on the lookout for any monsters. Sure thing. So uh, you were saying that I could cast it from, like, inside the town? Yeah, you can like walk out into the street. The streets are lit enough that you're okay. But but if I cast it into not the street, yeah. So Im- imagine this like town is like a little grid, and then like this everything's circling this grid. It's like a spotlight on the town essentially, and then everything around the town is dark, and that's where you hear the the terrible noises coming from. So you can cast okay. it out into the darkness from town. Yes. Okay. Um, I turn to the group. Whoever's around me, is the mayor near? She's yeah. She's in the door frame watching you. From you, the, you you look you look at the back at the inn and you hear a very faint hello and you look up and you see Val like waving hello at you yeah from, so from on top of the rooftop Demi the mayor's in the doorway right above Demi peeking over the edge of the the roof is Val waving at you I call the Demi and I say this may look weird 
Everything's weird not, around here these and days. And you may not believe it. Ah, he did it again. All you right. may believe it or you may not. I may believe it or not. That's that's our town I motto. turn to face the area where I want to launch it, and I cover my ears and I start screaming. Oh, and I fall to my knees, and then like dramatic, the fifth, like the fifth element. I look to the sky and I open my mouth, and I <laughs> this is how it's launch, done. I launch daylight out of my body. Oh. And across into the darkness. Okay. That's cool. I like that. So. Because I want them to think that I'm like magic. Well, you are magic. You're doing a spell. No, but I want them to think that I'm like cool. I just want oh, friends. Okay. The cool is different. Okay. <laughs> are you just being dramatic on purpose? That's not actually how it's cast? No, there's there's no specific way to cast it. But okay. it looks cool. I'm it's doing awesome. theatrics. I'm, so you're I'm doing, doing, a, you're doing the, the Chris Angel version of. Literally, except I don't have a twin. Gotcha. Because yeah. Chris Angel, ha- we can't, we can't. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Sorry. does he? Not to be whatever, but I'm pretty okay. sure Chris Angel is just the prestige. <laughs> oh, shit. Like okay. legitimately, I do think that he has a twin or is a one of three. And that's how he gets a lot of these stunts done is they, the three of them or two of them live their life in perfect secrecy and synchronicity. Did you know Chris Angel opened his own pizza shop in Nevada and I want to go very bad. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Okay. So when you when this light comes out of you, does it honestly? Like... I'm kind of mind freaking out right now. <laughs> okay, he does have Oof. brothers. Okay, okay, okay. We're, this is the last scene, and it's dramatic. So <laughs> we're about okay. to see some monsters. Um, it shoots out of you like like a like a flashlight beam going straight out from you, out of my mouth, and it's like almost like as if I was shooting a a fire hose of water out of my mouth, but light. It's the, it's the, arcs it's the, across the sky. Mia Jovovich at the end of Fifth Element. Right. Exactly. Okay. Okay. But I'm guiding it, arching it over into the darkness, and it starts creating the sphere of light that will become the 60-foot sphere okay. that lasts for an hour. Beautiful. So with this new source of illumination, a couple things happen. Minions vibes. Um, yes. So <laughs> the first thing... Uh, as the light is traveling towards where the sphere is going to be, it crosses out of the town back to where you started, and you see uh, Jame, the old, old man who led you here, dead on the ground. Or at least you assume it's Jame because you recognize his uh, his pants and his lantern he was holding, but uh, the top of him is hard to recognize because from the top, waist up, he is uh, bones, basically. He's been picked clean. He is fucking dead laying near the the edge of town here karma uh, i literally light, i was just gonna be like well uh mama uh, you play the game you get burned <laughs> as know. the light travels past him uh whatever was near him skitters and uh, like senses the light and scatters away and it's quick at first but as the light travels you catch more and more of it and what you see out in the darkness the terrible noise coming from the darkness is coming from these creatures that are flying in the air um I'm going to send the group a photo, but for the listeners, imagine a mouth, like a Venus flytrap kind of mouth with all these really, 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 really sharp teeth. And then attached to that mouth are basically wings that also have hooks on them is kind of what we're looking at. So it's like Golbat? Uh, like Golbat, a little less of a big face. Okay. Um, scarier and sharper that's the promise we make here at quest friends forever bigger mouths and smaller faces we bring to you bigger mouths and smaller faces day in and day out so you see this thing 
my god, I'm so excited. It's like Christmas. Fuck. It's like <gasps> a Ew, little dino head with, with no eyes. It's like a T-Rex head with no eyes and you like know what little it looks, legs. You know what straight up it looks like? It looks like Dracula's toenail clippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Uh, it's like clip- Dracula's tr- toenail clippers with a fucking tongue. It's like and if you're playing Doom Eternal, but one of the bad guys has a grappling hook. Oh yeah. God. This is a lot of a lot of good visuals for folks. Um, it's like those, a wishbone with a head. And a lot of teeth. <laughs> uh, those things coming out the back of it are, are wings. It's like a boomerang with teeth. The But the wings also have uh, like hooks and claws on Wait, them. Wait, those are wings? Maxim- yeah, they're flying around. I'm I didn't also, draw this. So. This this back thing, this this long thing, that's the other wing <laughs> on top tail, of the That's not a tail, that's a penis. It's not <gasps> a penis. It's not a penis. It's not a penis. What is it? Not a, it's something else. It's not a penis. No, I'm not going to let Dave have that. <laughs> I think it's a little is, leg. I think it can like perch. So that is what you see. Val's going to try to milk it. Hundreds and hundreds, perhaps thousands. Waves. What? Waves. and sw- <laughs> I'm ignoring that. Waves <laughs> and swarms of these awful, awful, awful creatures how, making this high-pitched noise. And yes. How big are they? Cat, football, uh, small dog. Oh, so they're teeny tiny. Yeah, they're they're little guys. They're like piranhas Val, with they're like piranhas. Piranhas are probably a better the best thing we could uh, compare them to. Val okay, sees like, this on standing on top of the rooftop with my minuscule little dancing lights, mm-hmm. and Val increases the dancing lights by about fifteen percent. Okay, for safety. Yeah. Um, as the light hits these flying monstrosities, as the light hits the bed. Oh, sorry. Okay. It's our death time. <laughs> they let out okay. a horrible screech. Um, like they are obviously very surprised by this. They are very used to being in the dark. Um, so the light hitting them, they screech terribly, and as quick as they can, they flutter away back into the dark. These huge swarms of them, like taking up almost the whole sky here. Um. A little bit beyond them, on the ground, there are uh, a few other biped, bipedal monsters. Um, maybe quadruped. Here, we'll just send you this one too. But uh, hell yeah, looks kind of like excited. a yeti, like a Ooh. like a mean bluish yeti looking thing that is snar. Uh, again, when the light hits it, uh, lets out kind of a shriek and snarls and uh, scatters and scampers back into the dark. There's fewer of them. There's not is hundreds this- and thousands and swarms of them. There is. Maybe dozens of them, not very many. Okay, so how tall is this thing? This guy is big. He's uh, seven, eight feet. Ew, I hate that. So again, not, this, not tons of them, but... Danny, can you not do that? Can you change it? Yeah. Make, make them, make them <laughs> I actually really instead. don't like that, and I don't like the direction with these monsters. Can we just like go ahead and like fix it? <laughs> Are you saying the moment it? right now that's happening is the moment in Game of Thrones when we reveal the Ice King? Not that dramatic okay. uh, yet because um, <laughs> so you see them and again, they, they also shriek and they turn around and they hightail it and try to get out of this, out of this sphere of light. And as you're holding this Jared on this, this light here as uh, everyone's getting a glimpse and you hear, uh, you hear Demi from the doorway say, holy shit. Um, but in an Australian accent though, and you're holding this and everybody is kind of scattered. So now the light is just this ball. You're just, all you can see in this, this light ball is the dead body of James now. And everyone's kind of looking like, oh my god, did you, did you see that? Did you see that? Oh, did you see that? Blah, blah, blah. A few beats go by. And then, from the darkness, stepping slowly into I the light. It. I called from, it. Even it's at this Jesus distance. Jesus Christ himself. Even at this distance, 
you recognize the body, the physical form of your former friend, Foster Grant. Good call, Jazz. Foster, or the physical form of Foster at least, steps into this light slowly and calmly with a smirk on his face. And very slowly, he raises his right hand and just waves at you and then steps back into the darkness. Val waves back. Hello. Thanks for ruining the drama, Val. This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit thenostalgianetwork.com for more. Avatar The Last Airbender is more than just a show. It's a conversation of growth. Of trauma. Of culture. Of intention. And of change. The Momos and the Appas is a weekly conversational podcast from the Nostalgia Network dedicated to discussing the Avatar universe as folklore, episode by episode. I'm Eric Lefebvre. I'm Dr. Amber Jones. And I'm Jessica Tercero. Join us weekly as we dig into all things Avatar and Korra, including Uncle Iroh's hot bod versus his war criminal history. Avatar Aang's well-meaning cultural revisionism versus Zuko's performance of toxic masculinity. How ultimately Katara is the savior and the hero of the story. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Nostalgia Network.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.